Good morning. Welcome to Adio and the Guru on Lagos Talks 91.3 FM. It's a lovely tu- Monday. <laughs> I was going to say Tuesday for some reason. But uh, we're getting on with the show and you're welcome. You'd know why I almost said Tuesday in a moment. But today's edition is special on Adio and the Guru. And if you have been following or you are a friend of the Guru, you'd know why I said so. But sit back, fasten your seatbelt. It's going to be an exciting ride. Now, it's never Adwan Guru without, of course, having the distinguished presence of a veteran journalist, a man of many accomplishments, who is not only uh, a veteran journalist, but also uh, a man of many, shall I say, insightful understanding as to the happenings of why uh, things are the way they are. He's also the man with historical perspective. Is a father at heart, he is a mentor, teacher, leader, inspiration, and many more. Of course, uh, he's here with us today. I'm talking about none other than Mr. Godwin Etakibwebu, the guru, and is looking all bright and yellow today. Yes, if I don't look like that, would you drive me away from the studio? Ah, well, th- you know, when the sun comes to shine, the rain goes away. Sometimes. When the sun is overshining, the rain comes and <laughs> Good morning, Lagos Talks 91.3 FM. You are welcome, Madhu and the Guru. Uh, again, I had been accused by one of my guests this morning that uh, I would always be playing late. I keep giving apology and the status quo remains same. I can assure you we are coming on air late now. But this problem is caused by the accuser. Who said that I so he taught me the way I should be presenting the apology henceforth? Uh, Obaro, I, I will obey you. Oh, why would I uh, leave the secret? Okay, uh, today we are going to run because uh, it is the guru's birthday, Kulokon. Yes, so we are going to run. Uh, for the purposes of this, I brought two professionals that will do justice to the topic. And the topic today under discussion in this colloquium is when and how the boom turns to become doom for Nigerians. We are talking of the oil. I brought two gentlemen here. They are not only just gentlemen, but they are professionals. They are seasonal concerning the subject matter. Uh... Two others have been stepped down for the purpose of this occasion. Uh, let me put it this way. Let me put it this way. <coughs> NNPC was 1977 product, meaning NNPC was established. In 1977. Then, NNPC Limited was established of two days ago. So, let us say, 1977, it was NNPC. 2022, it has become now NNPC Limited. The good news is that President Olusha Gobasogyo, then General Olusha Gobasogyo, as military head of state, went into the venture of NNPC. And 
1977 to this, we have about almost 40 years. The Minister of Petroleum Resources in 1977 was Muhammad Buhari. Then he called Muhammad Buhari. Uh, then the first chairman of the NNPC when it was established was a called Muhammad Buhari. The first refinery in Nigeria was built in 1965 by Tafawa Baliwa government. So that was the first refinery. The trajectory of the Nigeria petroleum industry brought us, after many years of laboring in the wood or whatever have you, in 1956, where we were told that our oil, we have got a quantity that will put us in the marketplace, and from henceforth we shall be taking it overseas. But I have it on authority that our crude had always been moving away from Nigeria across the sea by some foreigners. As we go through this thing, I, I will have a breakdown of it. Hmm. And I will break it down to dates. From that 1946, we may, take the, we may take some steps backwards. We just have to back on that memory. 1956, you mean, sir? Hmm? 1956 or library? No, library. Uh, you said 1946 so that the audience will not say. I said 1956, you mean? Uh, I said 1956. Uh, but you just said 46. Oh, it was a slip of tongue. Okay. Uh, from the beginning, I said 1946. 1956. <laughs> 1956. <laughs> I mean 1956. <laughs> 1956. When we are told, oh, our oil is good, but our crew have always been going around Europe for. Nothing less than 20 years before, meaning that will be smuggling act. Meaning smuggling is an act that will be as, as, as old as the world will recognize. So, at what point had the oil become boom for us? Was it before the 1956? Mm. Where Shell was there? At what time was our oil find our uh, crude finding its way outside Nigeria? Has it gotten anything to do with the tide, the selling, the accommodation of somewhere, somewhere? Who was there to sell shells in London? We get all this out by the grace of God today. And it is for that purpose, so that we can really get it out, that I have these two gentlemen immediately looking at me directly, who made the correction, who told me how to apologize better, is Obaru Ogali. There is no doubt, I really don't need to introduce this man, because the name is being known across Nigeria. All over the world, when it comes to petroleum matter, so Obaro sir, want to thank you for coming to let Nigeria's people know what exactly are those areas of the industry that you want to talk about for coming in to unveil 
all those presenting facts behind the facade, all the lies, and probably telling us which direction we should be looking at, if we were able to re rescue anything from this ship that is about to sink. Thank you very much for coming. Thank you, Mr. Guru. Um, thank you, listeners all over the world. And uh, Mr. Guru, permit me because uh, when we get into the integrity, it might escape my memory. Happy birthday! Your tomorrow is your birthday, and uh, today edition will be worth it. Thank you. And, <laughs> thank uh, you very very much. The gentleman. No, no, no. I'm. I have not introduced him. Okay. I have not introduced him. <laughs> It is not a. It is not. I'm uh, sorry, I didn't mention your name. Uh, no. Are you the Roro Kosi? Okay, the one that left is Roro and the media guys. Uh -huh. I think. Uh, 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 <laughs> 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 yeah, we have a lot of recording on there now. You mention them all the time. Oh, 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 oh yes, Omaru. <laughs> it is good that I brought you today because it <laughs> affords me the opportunity of trying to it's know. I'm not saying knowing, but try to know the other side of Ubaru. Okay, <laughs> hold it there. <laughs> then to my immediate right facing me too is another expert, another professional. He's a shattered accountant. He's everything else. He's a commentator. But above all, he is a man that has been into the industry where... Uh, Black, uh, what do you call gold? Black gold can become can become white diamond and can become white liability. Akin Fatunke was really he worked in that industry for twenty nine years, and he has not really left the industry as we talk because you look at him he looks very much like a 25 year old person well i'm not too sure if he's not getting closer to 80 but let me not spoil your chances of meeting some other people yes, so aki you are welcome thank you very much the guru good morning nigerians it's my pleasure to be here you just talked about the black gold it's Fast turning to suits mm. for all <laughs> I care for right thinking persons. So let me say a great opportunity is this to drill down and be able to talk about boom, when, doom, when, and where we are at today. Thank you very much. God bless you. So, what we are here to analyze is that uh, the keepers of our crude. Before 1956, when this thing was discovered at commercial quantity, I had let it out that it had always been in the international market, mm. smuggled out. Not by Nigerians that time. Unlike now that we're being told that millions and millions of barrels are being stolen on daily basis, mm. which is Purely the IOCs backed by big and small Nigerians, coordinated efficiently. I'm talking of the stealing, coordinated efficiently by NNPC. Not officially, but some high level people at NNPC. Uh, we will start from the Royal Dutch Share Group to share 
BRC, that is the fourth share company, to a Royal Dutch PLC that came into formation in 1907, uh, uh, and many other things. But in order, because the time is fast spent, in order to get to the nitty gritty, because if I don't give these gentlemen uh, the opportunity to explain it, we shall be more in darker arena. Now, we have four refineries for Nigeria, or in Nigeria. I am not too sure if the four ever function at maximum capacity more than two-third of the number of years that they've been around. That's number one. I know that time, turnaround maintenance had already been paid for, but each time they are turned around, they come around dead as do-do. Of recently, when Olusha Gobasogyo, as a president, was to leave, he looked around and he said, the only solution for us to avoid subsidy, to avoid this, is to sell this refinery as scraps. And a law that package that was put into action, unfortunately, his prestigious successor, Yadra, came, and the first thing Yadra did was to discard that good arrangement. Mm. And today, we are still investing in the waste. Towards the ending of last year, $1.5 billion was borrowed to turn the refineries around. That's what we were told. Mm -hmm. But eventually, we knew they were talking of only one refinery in Port Harcourt. And those of us who can speak truth to power, we said no. Except this is takeaway benefits, the severance uh, package. Otherwise, nothing will happen. That this money, they will just pick it and share it. When we said that at times, some of some of them, they told us that, what are you talking about? It is now we are being justified because it is now that the National Assembly that are always got budget for, uh, is this supervision? No, not supervision. Some, they call oversight it function. Oversight function. It is now they are just asking, we want to ask this question. Uh, is it now you are with your, all your oversight and you approve this money each time they come? So meaning the sharing formula that time had failed. Where most of them who uh, the, uh, who are signatory to the approval, I'm talking about the National Assembly, most of them are not coming back anymore. Not because the Nigerian people have rejected them. Their mechanism, their own system within their own party, through primaries, have rejected them. So it is now they want to say, ah, why did you take this? Why did you do this? And eventually, uh, we said it. That the money had been shared and taken away. They told us no. But towards the beginning of this year, they now started giving us date that the work will be completed and they say the thing will be delivered to Nigeria. And uh, for now, we are going to have 90% full capacity. But eventually, they told us the full capacity or 90% capacity of the one they use will be ready for Nigeria around October. And we should not forget that. On the 29th of May, this next year, by the grace of God, the government, this government, would have gone, handed over. 
So if the refinery will come fully at functional by October 2023, who are we going to hold now to say, ah, the, the refinery is not refining anything now. Uh, we wouldn't know who to hold. Uh, so these are the whole thing. So, sir, your assignments very, very simple. Please let us know. So, listen, as this thing is going to go in form of discussion. So, I refer to this gentleman because it's a colloquium as discussant. Mm. Each of them will have 15 minutes to play with. Either they want to break it down into five, five minutes segment. I am under their command to accept that. Or they want to take it fully, but none of them will join more than this uh, 15 minutes. I, before I welcome them onto the podium, so to put it, podium of microphone, let me put this. Ado, please, I please. Let me just run through it. The, what should have been our menu okay. if this one had failed? What should have been our menu? 23 years, students lose cumulative 4 years to 16 ASU strikes. We did the last 23 years, ASU had a back on 16 strikes. And the 16 strikes had cost in Nigeria students 4 years of not being in classroom. Kuji attack, terrorists succeeded because they had superior firepower. It means all the investment we put in the security sector as Baba Gana Kigibe, the National Security Advisor, told Nigerians, that became the truth. Those chief of staffs, those uh, services, they use our money to drink a kamandogi and probably pounded them across the sea because they brought nothing. It is for that reason that the minister of a cabinet minister of this government just told us that the terrorists overran us because they came with great number of people, they came with superior equipment. Maybe the equipment they came with is probably superior to Tucano to Tucano Jet. Tucano Jet. I'm only just mentioning not that we'll discuss them. Kuja prison attacks number three, Boko Haram terrorists overwhelm security agencies with superior. We'll, we'll make sure that. The electoral offenses, police are weight of feathers list from INEC. We now know that by the reformed electoral law mm -hmm. because it's no more be people like i'm going to measure their names people like lawa lamant mm -hmm. who is the president of the senate yes people like uh, what money cannot do more money will do it goes to akpabio akpabio people like dave umai the governor of uh, boy uh, state who said he was crossing over from PDP to APC so as to bring presidency of Nigeria to Igbo. He crossed over for Igbo. Uh, plus many others. Let me use the word plus. Even Ima, uh, governor of uh, uh, Crossover, uh, Ayadi. All these people I mentioned, plus many others, they might soon become candidate either Kiri Kiri prison or Kuji prison. This is the fact on ground. But now the police is saying, because Anek has not sent their name to them, they cannot prosecute. Mm -hmm. So the question here, I we I have started talking with Festus Okoye. Anek, why are you not sending this name so that these people can go to Kirikiri as fast as they, they should? Because they are prison candidates. I don't know whether they want to be sent to Kuji, 
because they might be fearing that the, the, those boys might be coming back mm. and they don't want to be victim of. So these people are already, they even pronounce their sentence to jail by themselves by saying, no, you cannot stop us because we bought forms for the presidency contest, we bought from for the Senate court, and merely saying it, mm -hmm. the electoral law says, merely measuring it, that is attempt. It's, it's for you to go to prison for two years. <laughs> so, uh, I named them again, Lawa Ahmed, president of the Nigeria Senate, uh, Akpabi Akpabi, former governor of uh, Akwa Ibom, um, uh, my ben, uh, minister of Niger Data Affairs, who collapsed everything, including President Mohamed Bari, all of them, Ben Ayadi, uh, which other? There are many. They are on their way to prison. So, but INEC, why can't you release the name now? The police are waiting for you. The Inspector General of Police, we are waiting because the law is this. So, so that they can. Or is INEC afraid? Uh, Nigeria cannot be compromised again. Huh? INEC is afraid for its neck. Okay, INEC is afraid for its neck. If you don't do what you are supposed to do, we Nigerians are ready to force you to do it now because it's according to the law. Then, finally, uh, federal government is coming out with a proposal to ban Okada, that is motorcycles, mm. all over Nigeria in order to curb uh, insecurity. I don't know whoever that brought that proposal must have been thinking more from his uh, lower part of the body than the brain. Because if you have 400 names that were given to you, submitted, and you are not touching them, if you have your own security men escorting people to the forest to go and meet with them and deal with them, and you said it is not the trust of President Muhammad Buhari. This is how Sheikh uh, Gabbat uh, said it. It is not the trust of President Muhammad Buhari to name them and to shame them. Then it's Okada. You will ban Okada all over Nigeria. The millions of Okada users all over Nigeria. I do any day that becomes the law. Pack your loads and run away from Nigeria because nobody will be able to cope with the criminalities. Because all these boys that are riding Okada will be turned to criminal. They must feed. Then finally, the word is that hmm. I don't know whether President Muhammad Buhari is sleeping at all because he has been told that uh, the terrorists have announced that they will kidnap him, they will kidnap Rufai. This is made public, it's in the public domain. Which brings the question. Is somebody pretending, telling us that I'm still under attack, all because the person is a godfather to this gang? I don't know. So we are not going there. Gentlemen, you are welcome to please be prepared to do what you're supposed to do. I don't know where should I start from. Where should I start from? Okay. 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 Obaro told me to start <laughs> with... The senior colleague. Okay. Senior, eh? I've always been here. Okay. You've always no, been no, here. Sorry, but I think that should have been my decision as a moderator. But now you gave me one advice. I have to give excuse. <laughs> I will follow. I will follow. Aki. Yes. You are welcome. What will be the changes for betterment of Nigerians by transformation from NNPC and NNPC Limited? That is number one. But 
in order to get this thing the question now that i ask i want us to look at some, one fact please it's a fact that we need to look at uh now that's good i am there which are we are there already um the new NLPC Limited. This is the composition. I call it State of the Nation and the NLPC Limited. The new owners as per CAC registrar, as corporate, uh, 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 corporate Affairs Commission. Mm. Name of directors. One, Yari Melekolo. Huh. This Yari Melekolo <laughs> is sounding because the documents that we are prepared to admit Nigeria into offshore Dukoye offshore was the man who did it on behalf of Nigeria when he was still in the university uh, President Ibrahim Babangida picked him so and that must be 29 30 31 years ago when he did it uh, that uh, the the one that now uh, uh, brought the fair. No, the fair was purely brought from Europe at Atlas Cove here. They mix everything and almost kill us. So let me go straight through the name. Yari Melekolo, Ararume, Ifani Godwin, Akiye Leru, Pius, Akiye Lure. Oh, Akiye Lure, Pius, Oluwole, Omar Sagi, Tajuddin, Lawar Mohammed, Ahmed, Lawar Oloi, Okadibo, Mary. She is it not Margaret? Margaret, yeah, because it's Mary they put here. Uh, Kadibo wife is Margaret, uh, Shibago. Then, um, Onukogo, uh, Costance Harry, then Aliuma, Isa, Sani Gozo Lassi, Ahmed Aliu. The company secretary is Kumasi Hadiza Yusuf. The company is coming out with. 200 billion ordinary share of one naira each and the shareholders are only two people two people are the shareholders the ministry of finance has 100 billion then ministry of petroleum resources resources 100 billion person with significant control ministry of finance incorporated 50 percent voting right ministry of petroleum incorporated 50 percent voting right Please, Nigerians, listen to this. And Aki, since you are the first to go now, listen to this. The above mentioned now is the status of joint uh, patrimony as of today of the NNPC. Now, look at the names and geographical spread of directors and pass your own judgment. The names out there. Um, this the southwest has only one person on the board southeast has two on the board that is Arurume and margaret and south south the where the petroleum crude is coming from where the petroleum is coming from has only one person on the board the remaining seven are from the north and the company secretary is also from the north this is ratio of four to eight. 
this is I rest my case for now. But Aki, what will be the difference in this cosmopolitan chair? Thank you again. Um, your time starts counting now because I will look it for you. <laughs> Thank you again, uh, the guru. Hmm. And um, thanks, Obaro, for passing the ball to me and to see whether I will be able to play it right inside the net or I miss a penalty. And I will tell you that uh, this is moment of truth and uh, we dare not even make an attempt to miss a penalty. Mm. This is the time to tell truth to ourselves. This is not pointing fingers or looking for faults. Mm. But you know, my grandmother tells me that uh, once you are able to, even if you failed, learn from that failure and uh, see how you can then move ahead. So this is for generations unborn. And we must see it as it is. I will take my cue starting with uh, this um, Barbara Touchman's quote. It says history. History does not repeat itself. Man does. Mm. Yes, it's, it's not history that is repeating itself, but man. Man okay. does. And what you just read out is man created. Mm. Not efficiency. Not effectiveness. Mm. But a choice that you decide to make to deliberately fail. Mm. I mean, when you continue your macabre dance mm. of failure, mm. what you get is more additional failure and mm. anguish. Mm. A boom started around 1973. Nigerians should remember the Yom Kippur Wars, mm. uh, seven-day war between Egypt and uh, and Israel, mm. when Israel overran uh, Egypt. Mm. Seven days. The kilometer, what is called agreement. Go on. And that was at the back of the OPEC restriction at that time. Nigeria went to, to a lot of uh, boom. Mm. Oil went from about three cents in 1972 73. Three cents, three US cents. And climbed to about $28 per barrel mm. by about 1983. Mm. That was the period that uh, people will remember General, well, retired General Gowon said mm. that uh, money was available everywhere. Mm. Yafu, yafu, and he, that his problem is not the money, but how to spend it. And he didn't know what he was going to do with it. Mm. Sorry, did it happen in Nigeria? Yes. Like this same Nigeria? Yes. Same Nigeria. Okay, please <laughs> And uh, almost, you know, in economics, you talk about cyclic. If you saw a boom, developmental economists will tell you that you better you better be expecting uh, a gloom mm. if you do not plan. And almost immediately in 1973, Nigerians will remember we started spending mm. Doji Awards. Doji Award. our, our appetite went beyond the roof. And then one significant thing happened that was the cement armada. You yes. remember? We started paying for cement that was not delivered. And the ship that brought that cement got sunk at the Atlantic. Monies at that time, when Saudi Aramco and Petrobras of, 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 um, of Brazil also were within the OPEC, 
and they were investing. Mm. What did we do? Spending, stealing, yes, mismanaging, and then raise our hands up to the whole world that we didn't know what to do with money. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. So, in the 70s, we had this difficult operating environment that came upon us like plague, um, especially after two major incidents. Mm. One in 1975, where we had the Petroleum Ecological Fund, mm. whereby it says Guru who stays in Kwara Namoda will be buying petrol at the same price as uh, Obaru whose grandfather um, is in Delta. On the, on the crude. And at the same time, Guru, who is in uh, Kwara Namoda, who grows yam, sells his yam at a price that is going to be different if it is brought to Delta. Mm. So when it comes to this petrol, or what you call petrol dollars, we started going mad. We started going crazy. Um, again, I will talk about the fact that uh, we saw this coming. Mm-hmm. I worked in a company uh, that was called ExxonMobil. Okay. And we spoke to, to power. You need to go to the Nigerian Stock Exchange, eventually Securities and Exchange Commission. And you saw where we made statements that a day like this was going to come on Nigeria. Mm. Were they going to listen? No. Okay. Well, so what then did we do? And we said we are going to stand ramrod. We are going to stand on the basis of honesty, integrity, because we are going for the long run. Mm. We, in, in the 70s, we expressed a strategic, a strategic proposition. Mm. We, knew that we knew the Naira was going down and falling. We said to ourselves, that we are going to maintain a constant U.S. dollar mm. based on the Naira that we have so that the evaluation will not come upon it. It's in our public reports. Mm. It was there. Like I said, ExxonMobil, what did we do? And what do we now have is the mobile house building that you see in um, towards if you are going to Ekpe. Mm. At the left. And the irony of it is that while this was going on, we had a minister of petroleum mm. in the name of a professor, um, Jubril Aminu. Mm. And he said, this is just not possible. This cannot happen. He came to Lagos. He saw what we For were For your doing. information, sir, Professor Jubril Aminu was nine years out of university when Nigeria got it, his independence. Uh, he, he was speaks, one of the first Northerners to come Go ahead. So fluently, yes. and he mm. said, "Eleyolish, kila ishembi." And the young Nigerians now say, "Yes, this is exactly what we are doing. This is what we need Nigeria to be doing." They've turned their, their faces uh, to the other side. Mm. I will go to the eighties, mm. and oh God, then we got pressures on the gasoline supply and margins due to devaluation mm. and um, US dollar to just to announce to the public that you have got it 12, uh, 12 minutes gone 22 uh, naira to 1 cross border inflows onset of refinery failure started at that time don't forget we took a decision that we are going to have refineries economics talk about uh, when you have it uh, uh, near your factor endowment, mm. uh, we decided we are going to put one in Kaduna. Mm. And I, I like to say, 
today we have a situation where look at the balance sheet if you can produce one not only is it that they have run gradually to a loss we are just down 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 there mm. during the one's time in 1973 we have you know prize uh, modulation of uh, six naira to move to eight naira 48 kobo mm. down 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 the line today what do we have in 2022 under buhari um, from 165 is going to 195 as we as we speak now. Mm. My point, therefore, is to answer your question directly. What we have today in the NMPC is another dance, another Palungu dance, when we should really be looking at governance. I, I mean, I see it as a half-filled bottle. Mm. That does not mean that the other half is empty. And let's call it as it is. We need to raise for development. Mm-hmm. I got into trouble when I got when I spoke at an international forum where NMPC big guns were. And I said I couldn't understand it. The guru remember this uh, the King Monzan's ticket? Mm-hmm. And then everybody was now saying, Yeah, everything was going on. I said, yeah, but this does it's not looking nice to me. If NMPC that is supposed to be the regulator now jumps in and starts competing against us. Something is just not right. And they went into those resale outlets. Now, they are going back into those retail outlets. Okay. Like, let me tell you something. If you can summon it up for two Commercialization is not privatization. The painting and changing the logos looks good. But I'm afraid to tell you, since this has happened before, Mm. On February 14, in 2008, I was at the middle of the company when, when people brought in contaminated fuel. We did a report to DPR at that time. I don't know where that report is. Mm. 14 years later, mm. in 2022, February, the same thing has happened. My point is, these negative things will continue to happen. NMPC that we see, I pray, like I will that I'm wrong. Mm. But please go and mark it down. Mm. We are not yet prepared to resolve our problem. We are not putting square pegs in square holes. We just read out names out there. These are, you know, our fault lines. It, it can continue. We must okay. restructure and make sure mm. that at the end of the day, people who know their onions should be the minister of petroleum. Okay. People who know their onions should be the minister of state for petroleum. As you said, okay, at the end of the day, one thing for sure I would do is that your time is up. Yes, my time is up. I'm on the show. But, <laughs> but Aki, can I ask you something? Yes. If you have more 30 minutes, are you say, would it be enough for you to enumerate the expected decadency facts behind the decadence and all those and all those? We even one hour be enough for you to explain it. Well, if you want to be fair, I will say three hours or three hours, hours plus. But because okay. I don't have that, okay. the bottom line is Nigeria is going bankrupt. Okay. Nigeria is not going bankrupt. Uh, bankrupt, bankrupt, or we are already bankrupted. Well, you know, in the, in language of economics, mm. you say going bankrupt. Some people are still wearing Agbada, okay. still deceiving themselves, forgetting okay. that what's what happened in Sri Lanka. Okay, now Aki, you just giving me the answer I needed. I'm leading you somewhere. 
now that 15 minutes will not be enough three, three hours is what you need which i don't have here as a luxury <laughs> would you be ready to come back here tomorrow to throw more light to this matter please sir you see you're on not other that duress not to ah duress sounds like a like a word that uh, mm. i'm not sure that no don't uh, move to that angle uh, okay okay, okay. Ca so calm, let, calm down so let me stay let me stay in that angle uh guru it will be my pleasure to be here okay for the sake of thank you very much thank you very much uh obaro before you commence would you be prepared to please come tomorrow please let's shift the balance sheet of that sheet Obare, may I join to say that uh, while you are thinking about it, you are here tomorrow. Thank you. Sir, <laughs> I respond to talk on. Uh, not talk, yeah, yeah, because I'm, what we want from you, we will get one tenth of it today. That is truth, Obaro. This there is truth. There are people. There are people who want you to be here. Those people there, those you are meeting tomorrow. I know you have a. You are never an end person. They would not. It is not text message. They are listening to us now. They will want. It is not. It will not be covenant. For example, I am not supposed to be sitting here today now. But you will tell me it's my program. Is mm -mm, please, please, for the sake of our born generations, let Nigerians know the burden they be carrying. Let Nigerians know the lies that they be told. Let Nigeria know how there is no future. For the framework of the lies that are continuously being told for now, for the future generation, you owe that future generation the place of historical documentation, please. Okay, Obaro, the same question to you. 20 NNPC, now limited. You see the structure of the ownership. Don't forget, the federal it belongs to the federal government state government and local governments and these are being held by two people ministry of finance incorporated 50 percent ministry of petroleum incorporated 50 percent the president appoints the minister of finance president today Mohammed Buhari, he appoints the minister of finance don't forget where came i don't should left the president did not see deem it fit to go to Ogu state to bring a replacement as you came there I'm not quarreling with that. For today, all the ministers in the cabinet from the north, all only to our Christians. I'm not preaching that here today. But that is number one. The president appoints the minister. The Ministry of Petroleum Incorporated. The Minister of Petroleum Resources today is President Mohammed Buhari. Timmy Presiva is just a spare tire that might not even be used. If the four tires carry the vehicle to where they're going. So look at all these structures. What hope there for Nigerians? The, tip, the real Nigerians that are supposed to be benefiting from this. When shall the pump that release the, uh, the, the, the fuel into the tank of your car become beneficial to you? Please. You have, since you promise I will come tomorrow, you will have 30 minutes tomorrow. Aki will have only 20 minutes. Then I will share the balance here and there. Good morning. Saguru, good morning, Adu. Good morning, Lagosans and listeners all over the world. Um, Guru, the NNPC Limited, I will end with it. Okay. I will end with it. Uh, for the sake of it, that, because students are also listening, according to um, 
the man who comes on a Thursday and then you know he said this is the University of Lagos talk. Let me quickly because uh, it's not every time you uh, we have the privilege to always be in the studio. Yes. But let me quickly say this: that look, when you talk about the first refinery in this country was built by Shell, was wholly and solely built by Shell. Thirty-eight thousand barrel per stream day by Shell. Then. In 1965, government of Nigeria came to acquire 40% stake. In that share, beautiful. And at the time, um, professionals were handling the refineries, mostly from the private sector. It's a simple refinery anyway. If you've been to Potaco, it's a very, very simple refinery. So uh, uh, professionals, mostly from the private sector, were handling the refinery, and the refinery was profitable. It was declaring dividend. Thereafter, a survey was carried out, and we needed, as more demand consumption is increasing, the refinery capacity was now increased in 1965 to... Uh, 60,000 barrel per day. Mm. In 1972, the federal government of Nigeria wholly acquired the first refinery in Nigeria. Progress we also made. Management and organization of the refinery remained unchanged and the refinery was profitable. Mm. And surveys were carried out and we needed to build another refinery. And the idea to build the worry refinery was conceived. Mm. And after everything, uh, feasibility studies and all that and all that, the refinery was commissioned in 1978 at mm. 100,000 barrels per day. This refinery at 100,000 barrels per day in worry at the moment, Ekman, product, primary product you have to get from the 100,000 barrels per day of crude oil. PMS, your petrol, 13 million 95,000 petrol. Liters. Liters. That's good. Per day. Kerosene. 10 million liters per day. No. A kerosene. 6.7 million liters per per day. day. Diesel. 10 million liters per per day. day. As demand increases, then it was also better that we need more refining capacity. Mm. Two refineries, additional refineries were to be built. Mm. Then in 1980, the Kaduna refineries was built. Please note this. The Kaduna refinery at its current state today has a processing capacity of 110,000 barrels per day. Mm. Out of this 110,000 barrels per day, because that refinery was specifically designed to process asphalt, your quota, bitumen, please. Mm-hmm. It was split into two units. The refinery is to process 55,000 barrels per day of crude for PMS. And that gives you less than 6 million liters of PMS per, per day. day. Less than two million, no, a little above two million liters of kerosene and a little above uh, four million liters of diesel mm. per day. That is a Kaduna refinery, but 
the remaining 55 uh, thousand barrels of crude is imported into Nigeria because look, OPEC as it, as it is today, among all members of OPEC, Nigeria has the best crude brand, light, sweet, low sulfur content. So it is not asphaltic. What I mean, asphalt, please, for lack of too much technicalities, is your quota, B2 men, for rotor, construction, and uh, other velocity stream to power boilers and other things, and as the need arises. Saudi Arabia has asphaltic crude oil. So, 55% of the remaining balance is imported to be refined and processed in the Kaduna refinery for asphalt and lubricants. Your oil, C40, uh, 20W50, and so many of them like that. As you can see, your lubricant. Please, I want you to get this. Then, the Potaco refinery was built at 150,000 barrels per day. The 150,000 barrels per day added to 60,000 barrels per day brings it to 210,000 barrels per day. As of today, current installation at 90% operating capacity. What I mean here now is this. You cannot run your equipment at 100%. So the refinery can only run industry practice at 90% and at 90% the Potaco refineries produces close to 23 million liters of PMS per day if it is 90% operational and produces 16.8 million liters of diesel I am saying this now because so that we should also ask the NNPC and the importance of PMS what is the volume, the quantity of PMS you pay subsidy on? <laughs> is the reason I'm explaining all these ones so that we, we, we should know it. And also produces 10.1 million liters of kerosene per day. That is for the Potaco, Potaco refinery. At the time the Potaco refineries was built, initially it was supposed to be a hundred thousand barrels per day the second one there was another one that was supposed to be built in uh, Calabar which is hundred thousand barrels per, per day. day feasibility study engineering design and everything has been concluded consultancy paid a right of way acquired that project was abandoned by the Nigerian government hmm. they can explain that you mean the government? Yes. Uh, the government should come and explain to Nigeria. It is not overall speaking. Is the data available created by the government that I am interpreting as a well? Now, when you look at all this, and Nigeria today, you have 445,000 barrels per day processing capacity. Mm. That gives you about 42 million liters of PMS alone. Per day. per day, yes. And if Nigeria is 60,000, uh, 60 million liters consumption per day, is it the 18 million liters the NNPC is spending, will be spending close to 7 trillion on in the next uh, uh, budget? Please hmm. ask them. They should tell us. Having said that, 
This is all Nigeria refining capacity. I want to chip in on the Dangote refinery for the things you do not know. Please, don't sit down in your armchair and criticize waiting for Ovaro to make mistakes so that you can jump on him. No. As he affects you, he affects me. Mm-hmm. And everybody. Mm. I've just been informed now that there is no aviation scarcity. There is aviation scarcity. Mm. Fear scarcity. I don't care. You know why? No one cares for the damn children who cannot afford kerosene. Yes. For over a thousand. The kerosene that's, that's supposed to be for the poorest. Let plane fly. I am happy. Let the president jet has no fear to fly. Mm. I am happy. Who fights for you? You live in a country where you flaring gas and one kilogram of gas is almost a thousand air. Coming to the Dangote refinery, 650,000 barrel per day processing capacity simply means the refinery will run at 87% to 90%. That refinery can process excess of 700,000 barrel per day crude oil. The refinery is split into two. Actual primary product, which is PMS, kerosene, diesel, is 450,000 barrels per day. The balance of 200,000 barrels per day is reserved for other petrochemicals, e.g. fertilizers, lubricants, and what have you. That is for the Dangote refinery mm, here. Mm. As at the moment, the Dangote refinery is open. You have about 30,000 uh, workers, contractors, and all of you. And every, it is easier for you to assess the refinery now. It's a wonder. I, I love it. I, I am not against it. Dangote. I'm happy for him. But my own concern is that how we Nigerian as a country, government and people, everybody is relying on a single individual to mm. bail them out. Mm. is evil mm. satan not good for you and it's not going to bring the needed relief to you coming okay. back to the coming back to, yeah. to the nigeria oil industry because i have two minutes more two minutes mm. wow okay coming back to the nigeria oil don't, don't say what that's why we are coming back tomorrow oh, oh, thank oh. you for that in two minutes not a problem i'll compress it coming back to the nigeria oil industry it is primarily designed to punish you so uh, it, is, it is primarily designed to punish some Nigerians and to benefit very few. And benefit very few. The reason is this. First, they conceal oil resources. Because when you see an oil well here, you don't see money. You don't see anything. You don't know what is going on. Mm. And you don't even see the crude oil except you are in a flow station. And so because of that, it is shrouded in so much secrecy that mm. you will not be able to know. Mm. Look at the composition of the board of directors of the NNPC Limited. Mm. The only single Niger Delta, the core Niger Delta that produces the oil. Are only one. This, not even one. If it is the if it's the chairman board of directors or in charge of procurement or finance or engineering, then it's, di it's different. Is in charge of environment. 
the other side for is the child of environment environment yes for that taking him away from the main from, from the center of activity it has been the nigerian government tactics it has always been this even the iocs themselves it has always been this that is the reason why they never built their headquarters in where the money is coming from they take it away from the people to connive with a few individuals to give a semblance that they are a carry company no it took the government of the country 21 years to establish nnpc before then 17 years before nnpc mm. creation you have the nigerian national oil company that decree 33 of 1977 brought to nnpc mm. you should get all this clear mm. so how many seconds do i have left about three <laughs> three seconds okay so for you to know like the last time i was here i said there was the first scarcity being experienced was artificial please we have the records of all the jetties all 21 nnpc depot we have the record then that was for february the last june may june and july scarcity you've been experiencing is also artificially created i said it on another forum that ipman and uh, Mooman, which is the major oil marketers association of Nigeria, we are responsible for this scarcity. Let me tell you, if there is real scarcity, how you will know? If supply chain is broken for two weeks, which is 10 working days, it will not be restored. First, to boost the local man consumption confidence, you will see the scarcity really tighten up. But when you see scarcity, that the moment they've been sorted out within 24 hours, fuel is everywhere. Mm. It has is artificially created. What this means is that your own people are the one punishing you. They have haven't you been to the filling stations? All of a sudden you just see them, they're not selling again. They have PMS. And I can prove it. And for the president of Ipman, who denied this, please. Your press, your, your press conferences alone. Let me quote only the one of 23 June 2002. When you back down on price increase, the current pump price you experience today is not subsidy remover. No, it is to take care of the profit margin of these people that markets. I am not saying you don't deserve it, but the truth be said. I'm not a member of Ibman, no moment. But the records available to me is what is speaking. And even dated back 15 December 2021, mm. you'll be fighting for total deregulation. I ask you, with the current PIA, you, Ibman, which of your members can import PMS into this country? I challenge you. Okay. Hold the challenge. Whoa. Thank you very, very, very. Hold the challenge. You cannot know that you are even just going into the narratives. Our listeners, we should open the line for you. And uh, But before the line is open, uh, let me announce to you that uh, the 
Adu and the guru, the guru who is the content creator of all the events happening here, had segments. You have historical perspective. You have the main discussion from menu. You have periscope, which we brandish as periscoping, which is good English, of course. Some dictionary was rejected. Then you have the knowledge dropbox. And I'm very, very happy to announce that uh, I've been able to get a sponsor for historical perspective. Uh, that shall be from uh, August. Uh, but then I will avoid the name. So we are asking for sponsor, please. Do you want this program to keep alive? To, so you want us to keep it alive or you want, to, you want it dead? Friends of the guru that are supposed to be happy creating the content, I have a word for you next week. I cannot say it now because it's not going to be good news. Because people will know what is happening with the friends of the guru. So, but as from August now, the historical perspective has sponsorship now. And I think we shall be riding like that. Then, my, I have a birthday meet. Her name is, her name is Betty Williams. It's Betty Williams. And coincidentally, coincidentally, Barrow, she is the third person to my wife. It's my wife, but we share the same day, 26 July, 26 July. Betty, happy birthday to you in advance. I don't know, as far as I'm concerned, I've crossed over. You've crossed over too. So, um, I do, for a few minutes, open the line. Just going to be a few minutes. Please, uh, if you enjoy the program, permit the few minutes we are giving now. But by the grace of God, tomorrow we are going to have a functional season. A functional season. I may not be here. But my uh, guests will not be interrupted at all. Adu, please do a good job. Review the paper for only one minute on my behalf. Then let the remaining one, because these are what Nigerians want to know this. Because this afternoon, I'm leaving to my village. Don't worry, I'll be listening to you from Ikogu in Agbaro, in Delta State. That is my village on my birthday celebration because I do it better in the village with my bottle of Ogoguru, with uh, fresh sweet pepper soup, with bottle and spoon. Naki Pakakakakata. Minyeri. Oh, yeah, go ahead, All right, uh, let's take some few phone calls. The numbers are 0809 um, please turn off your radio when you call us. That also is a WhatsApp number for the station. We'll read one or two before we wrap things up here. Uh, there's also a landline number you can call. 015150913 is a number to call us on. If you're a lady, please use these numbers to get to us. 0809-191-3913. Uh, 0809-191-3913. It's specially dedicated to female callers. So let's start with this one here. Good morning. Good morning, Mr. Adu. Hello, Peter. Quickly now. Good morning. Yeah, good morning, Peter. 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 Please, today you will not have the whole minute. Please collaborate no, with I me or, or conspire with me. I need to go for 15 seconds. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Go ahead. Now, yes, I wait for tomorrow. So make comment on the, from what the gentleman are saying. God will give me the grace. But uh, the one I want to talk about in that same second instance, if the terrorists have told Mr. President that they want to kidnap him, uh, and that they want to kidnap the two of them, please, before they are kidnapped, they should get those 
people in the forest released. Those that the terrorists are flocking, they should get our men, our women, our children released before they get kidnapped. That's Thanks. just my own this morning. Thank, Thank you very much. Concerning that, Adu, have you watched the video clip? Oh. Um, the the one from terrorists. Yes. Oh, sorry. The w oh terrible, terrible, terrible. Your comment on uh, Buhari trade that they will uh, kidnap him, keep it for tomorrow. Because we talk about that. Because we want to probe further. Uh, is Buhari one of them that he goes out against them, that they are treating him of what? That will be for tomorrow. Go ahead. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. What's your name? No, this is Mr. Silas calling from my brother. Mr. Who? Uh, Mr. Silas, I'm calling from my Okay, you have okay. half a minute today, please. Half a minute. Go ahead. Yeah, not up to that. Um, I've listened to all uh, of your analysis led by the gentleman there. Having mentioned all these things, uh, what are the solutions to this? Because most of us are not in that field. Thank you. Okay, the solution listed tomorrow. Please, tomorrow. You will get it. Hello. Good morning, Ziguri. Good morning, Good morning gentlemen in the studio. Good morning, Akpan. This is Akpan speaking. Mm. Yes, please. Go on. Ziguri. Yes, sir. When we said we are designed to fail, what does that tell you with all the things they have said in the studio? They are aware of all these things, yet the poor masses, because of lack of education, when the national cock and boot story, we believe them. After quite how many billion dollars that they want to fix the refinery, with all the results, we are still designed to fail. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Mm. All right, quickly now, what's up? David says, good morning, Ogadu and Guru. Your intro song by the legendary Sonia Kosu is timeless, and it should be played always during FEC meetings and National Assembly plenaries. <laughs> to reawaken all the... Who on the land? No, which way? Well, it's part of who on the land now. <laughs> which way? All right. Kazim uh, says, good morning, Guru and Adu. My question is... Can you guess, please, analyze the implication of Dangote refinery on price of petroleum products in Nigeria when it starts production? No, um, there is more you will hear than the Dangote map because the map has gone so far. But whoever that the city is thinking that Dangote will bring fuel for you free of charge when it's borrowing money now as a businessman to invest is a terrible thing. And um, please, Obaro, uh, please, tomorrow, remember, remember the angle of the 20% acquisition by the federal government. And why that 20% was rushed? And could that 20% has paid down? Was it not almost the same thing with which a full refinery in America, which had 650,000 barrel capacity refining? Was that not what? Do you know what? Uh, I mean, you have the facts. But, but hold that for tomorrow. Go ahead. Jennifer joins us to say, Good morning, Adu. Good morning, Guru. I just want to say happy birthday to both Guru and me. No wonder I love listening to him. So who is this? Jennifer. She's a listener of the show. Uh, Jennifer is... Oh, Jennifer, okay. You are my birthday partner. Okay. Come. So, Adu has given me cat because it's a la cat. So, he gave me cat. Somebody I promised dog to. A la cat. So, cat is coming. Just <laughs> <laughs> make sure the dog is hot. So, it's hot dogs. Um, Wale says, good morning, Adu and Guru. Terrorists had entered NDA airport broke into prison to rescue fellow terrorists not to mention thousands of nigerians that have been killed and kidnapped now buhari quote unquote local what will be the implication of this okay well before you read another one i want to thank uh uh andy Ushi 
Ushe Ande is uh, of uh, is the owner of Jija yeah, and Garlic yeah. Fast Foods Limited. Okay, you are limited, like NNPC Limited. All right. Now, for years, Ushe Andy has always supplied my uh, guests food, and because of my birthday, he spe- he sent some coolers, gentlemen. Little, we share it little, little. You will have a little before you go away today to take home. Eh? It's from Andy Ushi. Andy, we thank you. We appreciate you. Go ahead. All right. Let me read a few tweets. Adeboiga uh, Adedeji joins us on Twitter. He says, uh, The late Obadiah Malafia told us that some bandits had he encountered in the course of investigation told him that there is a particular northern governor that is head of Boko Haram in Nigeria. Why my, is he's asking now? Did the bandits call out only El Rufai? Um, a simple question I do to the guest. Uh, is it true that our refineries are working, but those in power are telling us another thing? Okay. They will give you the answer tomorrow. Okay. Please. Um, How do you atomize these things? Oh, yes. Yes, please. Uh, this is from Samuel. It says, if you're a patriotic Nigerian desire knowledge, uh, to know what has set us back, please tune in to listen to tomorrow, um, the Guru and uh, Adu. And hey, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, this person says, Adu, listening to Guru's guest analyze the decays and mess in our oil sectors leaves me in tears. Mm. And I ask, which way in Nigeria? Okuchuku Eze is saying, where do we go, Adu? And it left him in tears. Whip not side, whip not side. I, I, I did a quick Google search yes. just to just to buttress this. In nineteen seventy two, the mm. Naira exchange to the dollar at zero point six Naira yes. dollar. Because in nineteen eighty two, February nineteen eighty two, the do, the Naira is sent to dollar seventy eight Naira seventy eight Naira and seventy eight Kobo we give you one dollar, one dollar. As of yesterday, that same one dollar is now six hundred and forty-five naira. Is where it, Nigeria had fallen to. <laughs> okay. Okay. What's the time? Oh my God. Let me take one more phone call. Okay, take one more phone call because there's a historical. Pa- I mean, let me drop us. Good morning. What's your name? Hmm. Yeah. Good morning. My name is Stephen. I'm calling from Yaba. All right. Thank you, Stephen. Go ahead, please. Yeah, uh, thank you very much, uh, Mr. Adu Akuno. Um, my, my worry in this country is this. We have all what God gave us to be a rich country, to make everybody in this country to be happy, to be okay. But one particular people, some individuals decided to convert it to their own usage. Our refinery has been working for years. Our, I will do the refinery here in this country. Some people... They don't want this refinery to work. Why are people so selfish? And another mm-hmm. one is this. No, you have to, you have to, sorry, sir. Sorry, sir. Today, you have half a minute. I'm sorry, my apology. I prostrate here, please. God bless you. Uh, okay. Time for now, knowledge drop. No, yeah, go ahead. It's time for knowledge drop box. Uh, here we are back with yeah. the knowledge of robbers. My mother taught me to respect women. She taught me solid enough before she died. That is why I respect women at all times. 
Uh, this one I will give for Couscous. Yeah, this one, listen to it. Who who was the first woman to have purchased a car in what was later to become Nigeria? Meaning, in this country, who was the first woman to have purchased a car? Please, know the difference. Know the difference. The first woman to purchase a car might not necessarily be the first woman to drive a car. The first woman to purchase a car in Nigeria, her name is Efuro uh, Yetinubu. That Tinubu has nothing to do with Bola Tinubu. I mean Tinubu, please. Because Efuro Yetinubu became the first Iyalode Egba. And she was born around 1805. Hmm? Yes. 1805. Yes. And... She was a slave trader. Oh. And for that one car she bought, she shipped 500 slaves out that are mounted. Oh, you want to calculate his <laughs> head? That are mounted to the car. And when the car was brought, she never drove it. It was like she rented it to some uh, white men. Her name again is Efuro Yetinubu, and I repeat, this Tinubu has nothing to do with the Bola Ahmed Tinubu of today. She was the first Yalude of Eba, and Bola Tinubu is a Lagosian. It's not uh, any other tribe. So that is number one. Two, course, are you taking note? Okay. Who is the first female judge in Nigeria? The first female judge in Nigeria, her name is Aloma Miriam Mukhtar. Oh, she was the first ever woman appointed to the Supreme Court of Nigeria. And she rose to become the first and today the only uh, chief justice of the Supreme Court of Nigeria. Okay, uh, do I like the female folks? Oh, yes. Ah, because my mother taught me to respect them. My daughter, I do respect you very well. Okay. Then, the first man to have driven a car in what's come Nigeria to today, the first man to drive a car, his name is Sir Thomas Jones. <laughs> this other aspect of it, let me not quit it. <laughs> He drove his first car in 1913. A Nigerian, not foreigner. Who was the first lawyer in Nigeria? The first lawyer in Nigeria is Chief Christopher Alexander Takpara Williams. 14th July 1855. He was born on 14th July 18. 55 and he died on 15 March 1915. He was the first indigenous Nigeria lawyer. Can I continue? I do. Hmm. We'll have continued, but our time, you know. Okay, we'll take one more. last one. Who is the first female governor in Nigeria ah. and remain only one as to talk? Dame Virginia Gozi Etiaba. She was assistant to, she was deputy to Peter Obi. Mm. And Peter Obi was impeached. And the day Peter Obi was impeached, 
the mace was carried away from Anabra, brought to Asaba, in Delta State, and the people sat in Asaba to impeach him. And the offense of Peter B was that he refused to change the shares and everything in the governor's office because the members of his own party had prepared somebody, one of them, who would take the contract. Peter B said, nothing wrong with this year. I'm, I'm the governor. I can use this year. This was why Peter B was there. He pitched. And Madam Virginia Gozi Etiaba became the, she remained the first female governor in Nigeria. So, at this, first of all, I must thank my, is the food here now? Okay. Yes. Uh, 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 I can thank you very, very much for coming and thank you for tomorrow. We are going on there tomorrow by nine o'clock, not nine thirty. I have to thank you, and I have to, since you are going to Agbaro tomorrow, I have to uh, say something to you. Okay, there are millions upon millions of uh, Nigerians and friends of Nigeria yes. who will never have the privilege either talking to you or seeing you. Mm. And they have asked me to say a happy birthday to you and okay. that I should give this to you. Um, it's sandbox wisdom. Growing your business with the genius of a childhood by Tom Asaka. Oh, oh thank you very much. That's... On behalf of those who have the privilege of coming to, to see you, people like... Uh, uh, Obaro, the refiner, the people like the refiner of pure gold <laughs> and Adu, and so many others that call in. We are presenting this to you: secrets of the world class, turning mediocrity into greatness by Steve mm. Siebel. Please, congratulations and then many happy returns. When you go to Agbaro, yes, sir. Watch your front, watch mm. your back, watch your right, watch mm. your left. Mm. Because Nigeria is very safe. Yes. Thank you. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> One thing for sure, I can promise I will not do. I will not be among those that will go and kill Buhari. <laughs> <laughs> so, Obaro, thank you very, very much uh, for with the promise you've given. Uh, cameraman, thank you very, very much. Uh, and uh, Roro. Yes, Roro. Do something. He's the one in charge of the food with uh, Rukat. Yes. Uh, so I want to appreciate all of you. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter uh, at Godwin underscore Facebook is Godwin There is a column created, there is a, a page created in Facebook called Vetra Column. You can follow. Visit my website www.godwindiguru.com Please, YouTube, my channel there is Godwin the Guru. You can visit all of us. Once again, I appreciate all of you and for you fans out there who have been praying for me, your prayer is very, very, very necessary at this point in time. I thank all of you. Until we shall meet again, uh, immediately after coming back from Agbaro, until we shall meet, please keep yourself out of trouble. Bye-bye.